Hey, retro lovers, welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your Nostalgia Junkies. I'm Alex. And I'm Brandon. And we're Nostalgia Junkies. That we are. We're back. We're back. You're back. I'm here. So good to be back. Very excited. Um, always love being here, but especially for this episode. Our holiday Christmas spectaculars. Most wonderful time of the year. That it is. Let's do it. So let's let's jump right into our headlines. And so we're recording this on December 4th. So a week from now, we are going to be having adult Happy Meals. They're back. And they actually have something special in them. They do. They have one of my favorite ever McDonald's toy lines, which is the McNugget Buddies. And they're inspired by Kieran Frost, I yeah, believe. Kerwin right? Frost. Yeah, we're... Aging ourselves because we have no clue who he is, but he's apparently a uh, comedian, DJ, rapper, designer, entrepreneurial type that the um, the, the youngins really mm. like. Good for you. <laughs> no clue, but the toys look cool. So yeah. I'm excited for it. So are you going to try and cop all the Nugget Buddies or just go for a few of them? Yeah, it's not something I need the whole set for. So. And I don't need to eat that much McDonald's. So I'll get a few of the, hopefully the better ones. But I guess you can't really pick which ones you're getting. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I was just kind of kind of walk in there and be like, I'll give you 20 bucks for McNugget Buddies. I don't want the Happy Meals. I don't want, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> just give me the right one. Just give me the one with the blue hair. The blue dreads. I want, yeah, that's the coolest one. <laughs> exactly. It makes me think of the green rocker one that we used to have. Yep. Very in the same lane for sure. I love the Nugget Buddies. They're, like I said, uh, on multiple occasions, they are one of the, the greatest of all time. McDonald's toy lines right behind the uh, changeables. I, I mean, you know me with Transformers, so I, I love changeables. And yeah, both. And on top of that, both changeables lines are pretty cool. But the first ones that were robots are the best. I think the dinosaurs are cool. I think the dinosaurs have better playability. That I agree with. I think that the designs of the robot changeables were really cool. I don't think they were easy to play with because it was kind of hard to figure out what they were. That's true. Where when the McPancakes fold out into a pterodactyl, you know it's a pterodactyl. Yeah, that's yeah, great point. When the cup opens up to a computer face, it's, oh, cool. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> a thing. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. So any other comments about Nugget Buddies or... Just want to grab them and not eat a bunch of McDonald's. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So Christmas is right around the corner. It's in a few weeks. So fast. Yep. And I was reflecting on some holiday memories with family. And I was wondering if you had a favorite holiday memory or story. Um, nothing too uh, extraordinary story-wise. Just I'm uh, very big on tradition. So I always loved... You know, obviously waking up at the butt crack of dawn, um, super excited, waking my brother up, running out to the living room. Um, but I always, the part that I've always loved my whole life, as a kid, obviously you love the gifts, but um, I have always loved being with the entire like giant family at my grandparents' house. And it's just cool now because... There was a few years there where, um, like, my grandpa had passed, my grandma was sick, and we didn't do it at their house anymore. 
for like a small stretch, we would either be at like my aunt's house or my parents' house and it just wasn't really the same. And then seven years ago, Anne Marie and I were lucky enough to move into that same house that we had the holidays in for my whole life. And uh, just to have the family back under that roof uh, all together was pretty cool. And that's what I always look forward to. That has to be really heartwarming. It It is, man. Uh, I watch my kid and my cousin's kid um, kids playing in the in the same hallway where me and my cousins used to, you know, play knee hockey and just beat each other up, and um, and it's all coming full circle, and it's it's crazy to see, and uh, it's one of those things where you wish that those the elders of the family were around to see it and enjoy mm-hmm. it, but you know that they know, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. No, that sounds really great, man. I'm glad that you get to make those memories again. So cool. Nice. How about you? What do we got? So we used to do Christmas Eve at my grandparents' house. And we actually did Christmas Eve at my great aunt and uncles with their part of the family. And then we'd all travel to my grandparents' house. We do it with their part of the family. And it was just, just big to do. We had, you know, we come from a family of fishermen. So we had fish. We had chowder. We had little cocktail weenies. We had like everything. That's the best. And my grandmother would always make a rum cake. Oh, geez. And I mean, I, I had to be six or seven because it's the, this. So I'm going to tell you what I remember. Okay. I remember having the time of my life playing with this Bugs Life, like boulder launcher toy okay. on the hardwood floor and pissing my grandfather off. Because I'd be sitting in like the breeze ray, like the breeze room where it's carpeted. Yeah. And I would slam the top of this launcher and the little ball would launch into the kitchen and hit the hardwood and ping, 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 ping. And he would come running like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And it's just my cousin who's a year older than me. And he and I just having the time of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And we come to find out, and this, this got revealed to us over the next few years is that. Well, my grandmother loves to make rum cake, uh, as she fell into dementia, she was... My grandma had the same. That's she was not I, able to make... When my grandma was sick, that's the same thing. Yeah. So as, as she started that early signs, like her cooking ability went down. And one of the things that the family never realized is that she started decreasing the bake time for rum cake and increasing the rum in rum cake. So the rum started cooking out. It wouldn't cook out of the rum cake anymore. So it was like, man, this is moist. Kids are hammered. And oh my God, we had to be pissed drunk off rum cake. And between the sugar high and then just the alcohol, like we had the time of our lives. It was great. (laughs) That is really good. I just remember... Like, having our family come out and go, what's going on? I don't know. We're just playing with toys. This rum cake's really good, though. <laughs> Can I get another piece? No. <laughs> Why? Wow, you never let me have rum cake. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. My, yeah, my grandpa would was the classic, like, back in the day, he would walk around with the giant camcorder with the light shining in your face while you're eating Christmas dinner. Oh, so good. But let's get into our this or that segment. Let's do it. Come on. 
I tried to focus on classic Christmas characters for this, this, or that. Love it. And the first one that we have, Heat Miser or Snow Miser. That's a good one. Hmm. Ah, uh, Snow Miser. I like Snow Miser better. I agree. He's cooler. <laughs> but yeah, I like, yeah, I like his character better. I like his song better. Yeah. Gonna have to go with Snow. I like the concept design for him. Plus, I just like, I I personally want snow for Christmas every year, too. I don't, it's like Kevin and Home Alone. Who wants to spend Christmas in a tropical climate anyway? The people in Southtown do. Not I, baby. I absolutely love Snow Miser. He is, has a cooler design. I love his song better. I love the snow. I actually love the cold. And it's yep. funny because Joss and I have a running joke that I am a freezer and she is a furnace. And Johnny Cupcakes actually just released Heat Miser and Snow Miser Tees. Awesome. She got the Heat Miser and I got the Snow Miser. I love that. And that is our Christmas Eve apparel yes. for the Christmas party. That's awesome. But no, I've, I've always been a... I love people with ice powers. That's why I love Mr. Freeze. I love Snow Miser. I love Iceman from the X-Men. Like, yep. that is just a cool concept. For Frozone. Power. Frozone. Where's my super suit? It's so good. Yeah, definitely. Hands down. No. But yeah. So our, our next this or that, Rudolph or Frosty? Ooh. Um, that's a good one, too. That's a tough one. Rudolph or Frosty? There's so many ways that question could go. I think Frosty. I mean, Frosty's one of a kind, dude. There's one Frosty snowman. Rudolph. Santa's got a bunch of deer. Rudolph just got a red nose. It was, I was wondering where you were going to go with that. Like, there's only one Frostman. There's also only one Rudolph with a no, glowing but, nose. Yeah, but he's part of a team. That's right. And he has that son, Robbie, with the special nose, too. He's got... He's, dude. <laughs> no, Frosty it is. And I like... this Once again, I'm going with the music. I like... Frosty the Snowman more than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. Oh, I disagree with you on that one. I I love the Rudolph song better. Do you? Well, I think I think it's really funny how it starts by telling you about all of the reindeers that you know that you don't actually know, but then proceeds to tell you about the one reindeer that you actually do know. Yeah. I, I love the song. I also, mean, I, I love both songs, but I don't know. So, okay. So I think, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but I know my, you know, Shannon. Yes. So Shannon and I talked about this because we both grew up going to the same elementary school and, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb, like how they had all the the extra lines. Like George Washington. Yeah. So what did Santa come to say? Ho, ho, ho. Pass the ketchup, please. Never heard it. You never heard pass the ketchup? Mm -hmm. Yo. Santa came to say, pass the ketchup, please. No, definitely not. I told that maybe, maybe that was just a Highland Park thing, but <laughs> that is way out of left field. I've never heard <laughs> anything close to that. I never said that it fit, <laughs> but I always remember Santa came to say, pass the ketchup, please. And that, <laughs> that was the line. All right. Well, Maybe it's a Berenstein, Berenstain Bears thing, but... Pass the ketchup. 
dude, red. It made sense as a child. He has a red suit. Got to fill in the patches with ketchup. That's even more ridiculous. Just stop talking. <laughs> I don't know, man. That this what we always heard was pass yeah. the ketchup, please. I'm gonna have to ask around because I think you're full of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you never heard that. Oh, let's see what our loyal <laughs> listeners have oh, to say about I'm, that. I, I totally believe that it's going to be ho, ho, ho. Because we actually ran a poll on, on Shannon's TikTok because she has 770,000 people that follow her. With maybe really? that's okay. 70,000, not 770,000. That's still a lot. Yeah, she, well, dude, she's the air traffic controller and she's like the lead woman on like all of this stuff. I had no clue. Yeah, dude, Shannon, Shannon kicks butt. That's cool. and we, I think she put out a poll. We'll, we'll put a poll on ours too. But yeah, she put out a poll on her her TikTok last year. Pass the ketchup, and please. we t- we talked about this, and it was overwhelming. Ho ho ho! And everyone calling us stupid for pass the ketchup, please. Sounds about right. But yo, if you ask Highland Park kids, it was pass the ketchup, please. I'm gonna ask a few. You got to, but. Our last this or that question. Hmm. Elf or Home Alone? Home Alone. 160,000 percent Home Alone. Look at your shoes. Yeah. The Home Alone shoes. Got the welcome mat. Scorch marks. The McAllister M. Purposely made to look burnt. And then the inside, the soul is uh, Kevin's map, Kevin's plans. <laughs> so good. But yeah, no, Home Alone. I love both. I love Will Ferrell. But uh, once again, it just goes back to just classic Christmas childhood. Uh, Elf was released later, so it's not something I watched every year until more recently. So I think for me, because it was, it was 2000, 2001, I think for Elf. Yeah. I was seven or eight. That was still early enough in my childhood that for me, it's, it's Elf. Like I love Home Alone. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like I'm not trying to say. And I actually I, like Home Alone 2 better than Home Alone 1, by the way. See, I, I've seen Home Alone 1 more, which makes me want to say I like Home Alone 1 more. But I feel like Home Alone 2 is just more iconic for Christmas. Exactly. New York City at Christmas time. That's, yeah, it's why I still have to go with with Elf. That's totally fine. Yeah, I mean that could definitely go either way, but yeah, I I just feel like for me, Elf is a movie that I can watch it, it can finish, and I can put it right back on again. That's yeah, yeah. I don't feel the same about Home Alone. That's a good. That's a good point. It's definitely a must watch. Like I need to watch it during the Christmas season. Yes. And I can watch it multiple times for the Christmas season. It just can't be back to back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, those are our this or that's. Those are good. So it is time for us to get into our meat and potatoes. It sure is. Meat and potatoes. You want a particle accelerator? Yes, something useless. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Stupid Adam Smasher. Hey, y'all. Alex here. Before we get into our Christmas commercials, did you know Nostalgia Junkies actually has an online store where you can pick up Nostalgia Junkies merch while supporting the show? Links can be found in the episode notes or on our Podbean website. Now, back to the show. And today we are going to be talking and listening 
to Christmas commercials. Yes. Some of our favorite holiday Christmas commercials. I'm very excited. I've been waiting for this one. You actually put this list together. Oh, it's all my list. I, I actually, well, I mean, you, you sent me 12. And the last yeah. time we did a commercial review, I think we like pulled 18 and we're here for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So trying to think about editing, I, I kept the, the list short. I actually put one in there because I was surprised you didn't put it in there. There were some I left up. My list would have been very long. Yeah, I, I threw in. You'll see what I threw in. Yeah, we'll see. But, you know, when I was going through, I'm like, we could do so many episodes of this podcast just based off of segments of Christmas commercials, whether it's video game commercials, food commercials or whatever. We could do so many Christmas commercial episodes. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. So let's get into our Christmas commercials. Let's do it. The first one that we have is our Coca-Cola classic Ah. Christmas commercial. Literally, uh, it's probably my favorite all time. Okay, let's go. commercial it is it is so good and just that last little bit with santa holding up the coca-cola exactly. bottle it's great i mean i know you and i've had this conversation before the coca-cola santa is iconic he is santa that's when when i think santa that is the perfect picture of what i think santa is and should be and all of that it's yeah <laughs> it's funny i so when you originally sent me the list and I saw the, just like the title card on YouTube, I was like, I don't remember this commercial, but I remember the, the holidays are coming. Like I remember the song. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't remember all the commercial up until like right at the end where like everything's lighting up. I want to say there was a few different versions in different years too, with that use the same song. So you could be remembering parts of those too, but. Mm-hmm. That's hands down one of my favorite old school, and I'm also older than you, so a lot of my list was before your time. I saw a lot of '80s in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which and, uh, I mean, and I wasn't. I was born in '87, but they like they recycled those old commercials when I was a kid. So, which I feel like a lot of this commercial that I ended up seeing and re- retaining were like the early '90s commercials. Yeah, yeah. Or like you were, you retained a lot of the early eighties got that got recycled. Yep. Yeah. So our our next commercial is our Oreo Christmas commercial. Oh, another favorite, another oldie. Mm-hmm. The night before Christmas, an Oreo cookie's waiting for a special guest. I'll just take a little rest. <laughs> ho, 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 who's that kid with? 
Hitler licking all the creamy middles, dunking all the crunchy cookies like he did when he was little. It's so hard to hide the kid inside with Christmas. I did not remember that commercial at all. It's an old one. Yeah. I didn't expect you to, but I love it. <laughs> so I actually have unpopular opinion. And that is? I don't like Oreos. Yeah. I don't think that's super unpopular. I don't think it's, it's as unpopular as you think. I feel like the uh-oh, Oreos with vanilla cookies are better. I agree. Okay. So maybe I have popular opinion. I like Oreo blizzards. I do like Oreo blizzards. <laughs> oh, dude, blizzards? Or just blizzards in general. I could, dude, it's like 30-something degrees outside, and I could go for a blizzard. I could definitely eat a blizzard, but it's also one of those things where I eat quite often in like the warm months, and that's mm-hmm. like the treat. So I kind of, I usually hold off, and then I like make myself want it more come like later spring ish. But yeah, trust me, throughout winter, I'll definitely get one or two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not really relation to the commercial, but it is in relation to Oreos. I was going through the notes on my phone the other day and just like cleaning out like old notes. And one yeah. of the things I had actually written down for us to discuss way back when was MIT apparently had funded a research project on creating a robot that could perfectly split apart the Oreos. And they tested the, was it, had to do with the stickiness and the residual hold factor of the Oreo frosting. And they basically dubbed it like a non-Newtonian fluid. Interesting. And this, like, this was someone's research project at MIT that was fully funded. Which is wild. <laughs> the amount of money that went to that. Crazy. Look pretty cool. Oh, I want to. I want to get paid to do nonsense research. One day, wouldn't wouldn't be bad. Oh, okay. So our next one. Oh, our next one's a classic. It needs no introduction. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, that one. I feel like that's one that everyone knows because they use it every year. I'm pretty sure they still air it. There is no need to update that commercial. It's perfect. It's simple. It advertises the product perfectly. And it's just, it, it's nostalgic for the fact that it's been playing since we were kids. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you, uh, you follow the, uh, you follow the nostalgic Latino, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you see his recreation of that? I didn't. It was him just sitting in front of a bunch of the Hershey Kisses and he played that and he's picking them all up and just went at the end. And it was the (laughs) funniest thing. That's awesome. I saw it. I'm like, I loved it. It was, it was such a good video. He did an amazing job with that. Yeah. Like I said, just perfect, simple to the point. Exactly. Great holiday commercial. I know. I, I look forward to when it comes on. I feel like for me, seeing that commercial is like the indicator of, it is now the holiday season. Yeah, that's true. And I will say that is one thing that I really appreciate that Hershey doesn't do. They don't start super early. They don't start super early. Unlike Walgreens and CVS who start Everyone carrying else, yeah. Christmas decorations before Halloween. Yep. They don't air that until I want to say the week of Thanksgiving, if yeah, not yeah. like the day after. Yeah. And I'm very big on that, as you know. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I try to keep all Christmas happenings uh, Post the day turkey. after, yeah, post turkey, day after Thanksgiving, 
Um, and every once in a while, I'll cheat a little bit, but mm-hmm. it, it's not. And I love Christmas; it's my favorite time of year. And it's more kind of like I said about the blizzard, like make myself wait because mm-hmm. I know I don't. I don't want to get sick of it by the time Christmas is actually here. Like okay. I have light one hundred point five on in the car all month because I love listening to the Christmas music. The same stuff that drives a lot of people crazy and they don't mm-hmm. like it. I love it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I try to hold off to the last second so I can fully enjoy the season. I know. I mean, I like putting the trees up like the week of Thanksgiving or before. I mean, I put them up November 1st this year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I don't like putting the decorations on until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I just like the trees to provide that ambiance. Like, okay, we're heading into the more um, like homey months. Like, let's make it a welcoming environment. Yeah, cozy. And I feel like but trees do that. I'm totally cool with that. I agree 100% with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the uh, I started down the shop. I start early because once Thanksgiving hits, it's just madness. So I do start the window display because I like, especially because everyone's here for the race. I was going to say Thanksgiving I think, morning. I think that we, uh, in the town that we live in, in Manchester, we we definitely, we, we lucked out with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a huge to-do in our town. It's it's my favorite day of the year in Manchester. Uh, you can quite literally feel the energy in town that morning. It's, it's, it's an incredible thing. And if you are anywhere near Connecticut, and even if you're not, I highly suggest coming to experience it at least one, to- one time. It's the uh, Manchester Thanksgiving Day race. And it's as far as I know, it's the biggest Thanksgiving Day race in the country. I believe it is the the largest attended road race on the entire eastern seaboard. I I don't doubt that because it run. I mean, how long is the race? Four point seven eight miles. Four point seven eight miles, and there's crowds of people lining the whole thing, both sides of the street. There's live music playing. There's, um, I mean, people handing runners beers. It's like it's a crazy. Yeah, no, I I absolutely love it. I love growing up here. I love living here and. It's funny. I remember the first year that I remember if Joss and I were we had to be married. It was the first year that we got married. Um, we flew out to to Nebraska for her family for Thanksgiving. It just it wasn't Thanksgiving. It wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was actually sitting in her grandma's living room with my phone pulled up, watching the road race. You have to because it, it felt weird. It was because I was watching the camera as it drives. I'm like, and that's where I normally stand. And that's where I see this. And that's where the hill is. And I'm like describing the terrain. And you you can describe the road race all you want. But until you actually come and you witness it, you it experience is. It. Exactly. I don't remember a Thanksgiving literally in my life not starting that day with the race. Like I can't in my memory remember a single one. I have one. That is the only time I've ever missed attending the road race. Crazy. We got a little off track, but we the, we did. Let's the, uh, the holidays get us going. So. I was like, I couldn't remember where we were in the episode. I'm like, are we? Are we? I'm like, did we start commercials yet? <laughs> but so let's go to our next commercial, and it, this is this is one of my favorites. Yep. So you think Santa will like these red and green M and M's? I don't no, know. I never, never met, met the guy. guy. <laughs> he does exist. They, they, they do, do exist. exist. Oh. Uh, uh, Santa. Santa. <laughs> Uh, that's another one. That's like the Hershey's one. It's classic. It's nostalgic. It's been it's been aired since we were kids, and it's once again it's the perfect commercial. Everyone loves those Eminem characters. I love that commercial. It's it's one that again doesn't need to be updated. It's just it's a Christmas classic. It is. Yeah, it's everlasting, man. It's 
got the little comedic factor. It's mm-hmm. got the nostalgia factor. It's got it. Yeah, it's perfect. I think one of the things that's really cool is like, you know, we grew up watching this as kids and like you have kids now, like you can now watch the same commercials from when your childhood with your children. Yeah. And my daughter would definitely think that's funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's great. Yeah. Okay. Dude, this is one of the ones that you sent me. I mean, they're all ones that you sent me, but I know that you'll love this one. Ah, yes, I do love it. First things first. Fruity or cocoa? Oh, fruity pebbles. Nope. Really? Nope. So, I'm also not a big chocolate guy. I'm not a big fruity cereal guy. So that's the thing. I love I love fruity stuff. I love gummy worms. I love gummy bears. I no, love, I love that stuff. But cereal wise, I, I feel that's like same ice thing. cream. I don't like mint. Really, mint ice cream things. I have to be in the mood for it. <clears throat> but, but yeah, no fruity pebbles for me. Nice. I mean, I don't dislike them. I just like cocoa pebbles better. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's another commercial for me. It's just all of. I mean, to be fair, all of these were chosen because of the nostalgia factor, but. I mean, you got all the crossovers. You got mm-hmm. a cool classic cartoon. You got a cereal. You, you got, got Santa. You got Christmas. It's just, you can't beat it, man. It's the best time of our lives. I think one of the coolest parts of that commercial, because the running gag in the Fruity Pebbles commercial was Barney stealing Fred's Fruity Pebbles. Right. And I think the the funny thing is Santa comes down and steals them first. duped from both Actually, of them. Actually, I think Fred gives him the pebbles. Yeah. Fred's like, no, nah, these are yours. And then Barney's like, you stole my Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, yeah. He never just hands them over to me. <laughs> but I love how Santa's like, it's the time for giving. Like, it's... That encapsulated a perfect Flintstones episode. Yeah. Just learning the lesson, moving forward, and funny. Exactly. Perfect combo. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's our next one. Happy holidays, Dave. Yes. Thank you. To do during the holidays. In fact, if you're not careful, Dave, you could really work up an appetite. Boy, I'm hungry. Luckily, Wendy's has a big bacon classic combo, a quarter pound of fresh beef, three strips of bacon cheese, lots of toppings, biggie fries, and a 20-ounce drink. A delicious meal. Like the tree. Here goes. I love the holidays. Try Wendy's big bacon classic combo. It's just back when all commercials were better, man. They gave a crap. Mm-hmm. About the product that they were putting well, out. And the best part about that, it was yellow Wendy's. Yellow Wendy's. Biggie fries, dude. Gosh. Ugh. Dave, I, Dave Thomas, man. Dude, I forgot about Dave. It's been too many years. But like, like you said, they don't give a crap anymore. That's what I'm saying, man. It, the commercial is not about creating a sense of welcomeness and right. being inviting. It's about flashiness. Money, money, money. Yeah. Which and I mean, I, I love the, the Whopper song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally use it for teaching. I bet you do. But I rewrote the lo- Let's locker, locker, go to lockers. Go <laughs> line up against the lockers. That's funny. Yeah. But it's just not the same. It's not the same as the old school. Um, and obviously their whole point with commercials back then 
was also to for revenue purposes. They wanted to draw people in. And it just shows how much times have changed. Those classic like morals and commercials like that don't appeal to these audiences anymore, which mm-hmm. is sad. Part of me wonders how much how much was the shift designed out of necessity though? Like because if you're focusing on just doing the morals, morals, and morals, if it's not driving traffic into the door, how much was that like we need we need to shift to just money, money, money? No, you'd think that after all these years, these corporations have already built up to the levels where they don't need these new style commercials and they should be focusing on those mm-hmm. kind of commercials because it's not necessary. Okay. That's that's the way I see it. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that a lot of these companies, they have way more money than they could ever need. I don't think they're giving it back effectively. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think we're... The world is at a point in a hole where we need to go. We need to take it back to basics and <clears throat> start focusing more on what really matters because stuff is crazy right now. It is. It is crazy. And it's not going to happen unless it starts at the top in these big corporations because they control everything. Mm-hmm. Truly. Especially now that everyone has one of these. Mm-hmm. One of the smartphones. Dude, everything is on a smartphone. It's, And this is where I think that you know we kind of... I would say me a little more than you with technology, just because like I think you were you were at a college high school what two thousand six six yeah, where that technological swing was really like I'd say mid two thousands to two thousand tens yeah that was where we had like that biggest exponential growth and like we had like you know computers late nineties early thousands but like they were never used because no one had knew how to use them that's true so like. I remember we played a typing game in fifth grade and that was it. That was the only time we ever used a computer. Yeah. And it was to teach us how to type. I watch our kids nowadays, like in schools, and they have everything at their fingertips, but they don't know how to use it. Like we're working, we're working on math and they're working on a problem and they're on the Chromebook and they look at me and they go, I don't know how to do this. I don't have a calculator. You're on a Chromebook that is literally a calculator. It's my bowling. And they, sad. they just are not taught the skills anymore of how to use the tools effective for them. Nope. Back to basics. Back to basics. Abakai and stone tablets. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to the next commercial. Yes. I love this one. You know his mom has to be pissed about all that water that on the water, hardwood floor. Dude. Yep. My mom would have been very angry with me. But, but no, I I love that commercial with the snowmen melting over the hot bowl of chicken noodle soup. Oh, yep. Warm it, them bones after sledding or shoveling or whatever. It, I, I can remember playing in the backyard, just running and rolling in the snow and coming in. You know what? It, it's, your feet are so cold, it feels like your toes are falling off. Mm-hmm. And you stick them under the radiator. Yeah, yep. And I remember sticking my toes under the radiator and having a big bowl of soup. And it was either that or uh, like grilled cheese and tomato soup. So I do not like tomatoes. I mean, I do now. When I was a kid, I did not. 
I I still don't like tomatoes. It's fair. I like tomato soup. I love all tomato byproducts. Okay. Even even ketchup. I do like you know come past yeah. ketchup, please. Yes, past that ketchup. But I I don't do tomatoes. So when I was a kid, I I didn't want to have anything that was tomatoes because I hated tomatoes, and I feel like I missed out on so many years of having tomato soup and grilled cheese. Yeah. And it was actually, it was a lunch lady that convinced me to eat tomato soup for the first time. And it was by pouring just a little bit of milk in it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it may, it takes tomato, Campbell's tomato soup and just raises it up a notch. <laughs> right. It's so good. Or like, uh, yeah, yeah. Milk half and half, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Very good. Okay. Let's see. What's our next commercial? That commercial also reminds me of Jack Frost. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing watching it. And I now and I was funny because I haven't seen that commercial in years. Mm-hmm. And watching it again, it made me realize why I was so confused about Jack Frost like not being a wholesome movie. Right. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, isn't yeah. isn't the Campbell's kid his son? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Okay. Let's go to one of my favorite restaurants. This one's so good. I love this. popping up at Burger King. Toy Story puppets from Disney's latest adventure movie now in theaters. Get all four high-quality puppets for your kids. $1.99 each with any great-tasting value meal. <laughs> oh, so, so corny, so good. I remember having those puppets as a kid. Yeah, I still I have them somewhere. Never knew where they came from. I not sure I did either, to be honest with you. I not that I remember. But. There's a lot of toys that I remember having as a kid that came from Happy Meal toys. That yeah, like I've yeah. discovered over the last few years. I'm like, that's where that came from. Yeah. Or crazy. that's who that is. And it just also shows how much better toys were. And even just Happy Meal toys were back then because you just thought they were toys. They were mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the partnerships too were a lot better. Oh yeah. I feel like the partnerships now between Happy Meal Toys and whatever's going on, it's too capitalist driven. No doubt. Where it's all whatever can pay the most money to have their branding on McDonald's. Yeah, for sure. We're like we wasn't it it was like every two to three weeks we had new Happy Meal Toys. Yeah. And it was always just a various theme of something. Yes. Yep. And it was awesome. I loved it. I loved going I remember we would go to the McDonald's down in uh, Center Street yeah, there. Yeah. And we would do a loop around the parking lot and just to see what was on the board for the Happy Meal toys. And then yep, we'd do we've a done second that. loop to get in if we wanted. Otherwise, we yeah, would go. I, I've definitely done that. <laughs> That's it, for sure. And it's like, it was great. I loved doing that. Ugh, so many things that are gone. <laughs> I know. Just classic, classic, amazing, fun things. That's right. Okay, this is the commercial I popped in here for you. All right. Jingle bells, Santa smells, Christmas really stunk. I got nothing that I like, my gifts were all just junk. Boxes full of clothes, CDs no one knows. When I wanted something for my Nintendo 64. Zelda's great, Turok 2, South Park would be fine. How about Rogue Squadron? That game should be mine. Make up for a lame Christmas. Get the hits you missed on N64. Mom and Dad, I'm so sad. <laughs> I did watch that one 
uh, while I was going through all of them. It's a, it's a classic. Um, I got my N64 from my grandparents Christmas, Christmas of 98, and I still have it with the original box and everything. It's just classic. I want to say I got mine Christmas morning one year. I don't remember what year. It might be like maybe 99 or 2000 because I got it later on. But we, I, I'm kicking myself now. I bet. I, I'm kicking myself now because we used to use the N64 box as like the eternal present box. Oh, Every okay. year we would rewrap it and give it to somebody and be filled with something different. So they'd open up and be an N64 and then it's like, socks oh no and oh my gosh we used that for, it was it was a joke between my grandfather and i when i was a little kid and i remember going to his basement one day and just seeing it like up on like like it was waiting to be given again that's so cool but yeah and i'm kicking myself because like we destroyed that box yeah but at least it was with good memories yeah, exactly exactly and, yeah so I loved it. I, I saw that commercial and I just loved the little the little song. And you got to add and that one in. Yeah, it was great. That's what I'm like. <laughs> that's what I was saying. We could do an entire just episode off of like Nintendo Christmas commercials. Oh, yeah. Cola Christmas commercials. Cereal, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Which maybe we'll do one year. You never know. 12 days of Christmas commercials. Let's let's go to the next commercial. <laughs> Hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. <laughs> <laughs> the children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down to a long winter's nap. Dad, it still works. Reach out and touch someone. I just think that's adorable. <laughs> it's an adorable commercial. I had never seen that commercial before putting this together. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, it's, it's an 80s commercial. Yeah, yeah. It's a great commercial. I love the message. I'm so glad AT&T changed their slogan. I know. Reach out and touch someone. Oh, God. It was such a bad line. <laughs> like, oh, I was like, I, I watched the commercial putting in listing. I'm like, this is beautiful. And then it ended, and I'm like, no. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Ruined it with her tagline. <laughs> it was a different time back then. It uh, sure was. For the most part, it was better. Except for that. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, I, you know, we just did an 80s episode with Aaron. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I love that we're seeing, like, an 80s revival. I feel like for a while we saw a 90s revival. It's good to see, like, the 80s kind of coming back. Yeah, for sure. Bring it all back, man. So let's uh let's watch a nineties commercial though. Let's do it. Dear Santa, I want a fighting Frankie action yes. figure, but not fighting Frankie. I want the bad guy with a laser and reversible face, but not the bad guy with a laser. I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Dear Santa, I want a fighting Frankie action figure. Another horse. Here, this will help. Get a Polaroid one-step camera for under 25 bucks, and maybe you'll get what you want this year. <laughs> that one's great. And uh, does that elf has been in many things. Does he look familiar to you? I couldn't place him. Have you ever seen the movie Double Double Toil and Trouble? It's a Mary-Kate and Ashley Halloween movie. He was the... Yes! Yeah, that's the, him. the wizard guy. Yep. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Him. Now that you said it. And he's been in other things too, but that's the one that I always remember him from. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that Polaroid even like kind of put that idea out there of like, hey, take pictures of like what you want and make those photo lists. It's smart. It is. I mean, that's, that's what I, I still do that nowadays. What do you mean? I got you a Nintendo. <laughs> Mom, this is uh, Sega Genesis. They're all Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, I, I mean, I still to this day put together little lists with photos and. Do you? Oh, of course. I mean, I, I made a list at your shop. He did. It stuck to his refrigerator like a good boy. Listen, I uh, was perusing on eBay's today. Oh, geez. And they had they had the Batwoman, Batman and Robin Pop-Tart box. Mm-hmm. And I've been hunting after them because I, uh, I was talking to my mom and I've been talking to a couple of friends about the different Pop-Tart boxes and Pokemon. just how I, iconic they were. Yeah. Like the Pokemon, I want that Pokemon box. Have you seen the price it's going for? Yes, yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's for Pop Tarts. I'm not spending over. I'm not spending over twenty bucks on Pop Tart. No, no, no. I don't care what was on the box. Listen, I'd rather get just get someone makes five dollar magnets. I'll get that. Yep. But not a bad idea. The the Batman and Robin. I actually the Batman Batwoman and Mister Freeze came across my feed today. Yeah, once again, they knew what they were doing, marketing the kids that mm-hmm. they put something cool in the box. I wanted it. So I, uh, I sent the link. I sent one link to mom and one link to Jocelyn. And all I'm going to say is that I noticed that by the time that we were recording this podcast, they have been bought. <laughs> now, were they bought? A lot bought? of people on eBay. A lot of people on eBay. A lot of people on eBay. But. But. Knowing those two. I probably am expecting Pop-Tart list boxes. Yeah, yeah. Now you need the. Uh, oh, there's so many Pokemon food items. I want the, fruit the, the Kellogg cereal. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, my guess is you're probably getting some boxes. I will be filling up shelves, which is why we're redoing the basement again. Again, <laughs> it's an evolving process. So good. But let's go to our next commercial. Yes. Oh, the taste of nuts and honey, Mr. Scrooge. Come back. Better things to do. But Mr. Scrooge, honey nut Cheerios, it's Christmas. Make us try gruel will suffice you. Yeah, but honey nut Cheerios blends golden honey and crunchy nuts. I said, did you say honey and nuts? (laughs) Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. Once again, another classic, man. Took an old holiday favorite. Warms the old Scrooge's heart. With a nice bowl of cold cereal. Cold cereal. Warm them up with the milk. Which, I don't know, are you a big fan of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios? I like them. I mean, I wouldn't where, say I'm a big where, fan. Where would they I'm... rank in your top top five, top ten, top three? Top ten, probably. Top They'd ten. be at the lower end of top ten. I'd agree with that. I feel like... It's like Crave, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is yeah. at the top for me. Uh, Captain Crunch, Lucky Charms. Captain Crunch is car- carves up my mouth. Top five, not top three. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, Apple we'll, Jacks. We'll do a cereal are, episode. Apple Jacks are up there. Ooh, how did I forget about Apple Jacks? I don't know. Oh, Frosted Cheerios, though. I don't even really, I never even really mess with them. No? No. Oh, good. They're decent back in the day. And our last Christmas commercial. Last one. It was the night before Christmas and all through the 
creature was stirring at and he just wouldn't stop. On chocolate, on strawberry, on vanilla frosted too. Go the colors of Christmas made fresh just for you. So fill up your sack with your favorite delight. And fill up your sack. Merry Christmas in each tasty bite. No matter what car you drive, this is one <laughs> truck you won't be able to pass by. Oh, yeah, the gift. Dunkin' Donuts toy truck, just $10.99. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. At first, I thought it was just another random ad. I'm like, what is this? No, that's another thing. I love how these places had like merch like that. Especially like, for the holidays. Right, right. The little bonus you could get. Trying to capitalize on that Hess truck money there, Duncan was. It's not. You're not wrong. And that's another one that they forgot. Like, you forgot about Dave Thomas. That's another Fred. Time to make the donuts. They don't use them. I mean, clearly he's not with us anymore, but. I will say. When I was in college, we had this little place called Marty's Donuts in the next town over. And the guy that would be there at like midnight making donuts looked just like Fred without the mustache. That's hilarious. And so we'd walk in there, give him a dollar, and he would just give us like fresh out, just glazed cake donut. Ooh, that sounds fantastic. And it was like, it was the chillest spot because it was, it was basically Switzerland for all the colleges. Okay. We could be in the middle of like sports season. And all the rival colleges would all go to Marty's and just have these donuts. And it was It's cool to have that spot, that common ground meeting place. And then the high school kids had to figure out about it and they ruined it for all of us. Oh, no. That seems to be the common occurrence. Mm -hmm. Any final comments on our Christmas commercials? Well, I've been waiting. It was awesome. That's one of my favorites. I love watching all of those. I I think uh, we'll definitely probably make this an annual tradition. I would love that. We, like, we definitely could keep it going for quite a while. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Christmas. We could even go into like looking at commercials and promos for TV shows and all of that. Oh, God. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. And I'm about all of it. So let's go into our final segment. Christmas trivia today. Let's do it. We are not going to be doing our 90s trivia today. Just for our Christmas season, I thought it'd be fun to ask Brandon while we have him today. Some classic Christmas movie trivia. I'm down. So these are all multiple choice answers. Uh, some of them you probably won't need multiple choice because I feel like I feel like you're pretty knowledgeable with your Christmas movies. Do I get a bonus if I don't hear the options but answer it? <laughs> yeah, you get a thumbs up <laughs> and bragging rights. How about that? Beautiful. That's all I need. <laughs> So our first question, what is the Grinch's love interest? Or who is the Grinch's love interest? Martha May Huvier. Yep. <laughs> no, I got to say, I wrote down fake names too. I get, let's hear the fake names at least. Madeline Moon. Okay. Rita Ree and Sarah Lee Sue. You did a great job. Dude, I, tried, I told you, trying to come up with fake answers for these. That's good. Like... And then Martha May, obviously. But yes, Martha May was the Grinch's love interest in her muscles. <laughs> the reds, the greens. <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so our second one. Which reindeer do Jingle and Jangle take to Southtown in a year without a Santa Claus? Is it Blitzen, Cupid, Vixen, or Donner. Vixen. Vixen. 
Mm, baby. <laughs> and do you remember how they made her look like a dog? They put socks on her antlers to make them look like dog ears. <laughs> exactly. It was such a silly thing, but it looked awesome. It was perfect. Okay. Third Christmas movie trivia. In the Santa Claus, which I know is one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be obscure. What do we got? When does Bernard say Santa is due back at the North Pole? November, Thanksgiving, Halloween, or 1st of December? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm not coming back for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> you have a year to get your situation in order. Yes, sir. Thanksgiving. Okay. And then this is the last one I got for you. And this is, I worked really hard on these answers. <laughs> okay, here we go. What does Buddy apologize for an elf when he runs away? Filling the bathtub with maple syrup. Oh, I know. I know it, but I'll let you read your answer. Turning the curtains into snowflakes and dyeing everything red. Ruining their lives and cramming 11 cookies in the VCR, wetting the bed and not eating his vegetables. It's, uh, ruining their lives and cramming 11 cookies in the VCR. Yes. But you did a fantastic <laughs> job. I was like, filling the bathtub with maple syrup. I feel like that's something he would do. Then, no, that's, those are literally perfect. Awesome. Well, and anyone who wasn't obsessed with Christmas would have had a tough time. Exactly. I feel like you have a um, an un—I don't say unfair advantage, but definitely with like having the shop, the continual playing, and living in like that kind of life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you, you just absorb a lot of the stuff through osmosis. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Which it's funny because I, I remember us doing the live action like TV show themes. Yeah, yeah. And you wiped the floor with me. Yeah, they were also more geared towards my time than your time. Mm-hmm. Even though that it's weird that the time span between us isn't that big. But is enough. how much different things were going on at, mm-hmm. in our childhoods. I feel like 93, 93, 94 was a huge turnover year. Yes, like yeah. shows were starting to wind down and new shows were starting to pick up. Have you ever watched Ernest Saves Christmas? Nope. I've never seen any of the Ernest movies. Oh, okay. Yep. You have to at least watch the Christmas one, Ernest Scared Stupid, which is the Halloween one. Okay. And um, uh, let's see. Ernest Goes to Jail. Okay. I'll put them up. But definitely the Christmas one. So this has been our Christmas commercial episode. Love it. And happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays. <laughs> I've been Alex. And I'm still Brandon. Peace. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.